Video Death Loop is part of the Greenlit Podcast Network, a coalition of creator-owned podcasts that have teamed up to elevate their content and extend their reach by working together. You can check us out there at greenlitpodcast.com and also other shows such as Retronauts, Hardcore Gaming 101, and more. This week on Video Death Loop. Plus, give that bird some chicken. Hey everybody, welcome to Video Death Loop, the podcast where we watch a short video clip on loop until we just can't take it anymore. I am your host this week, Aaron Littleton. With me is your co-host, John Hurst. Hi, John. Hi, I have no gimmicks this week. None at all. We are going straight into it. I was personally just happy to make it through that intro because I felt I was on the edge of saying something incredibly wrong like (laughs) three times and not wrong in a, oh my God, I can't believe he said that sort of way, more in a, boy, that was the wrong letter to start that word with. (laughs) You're like, you're just dumbling over your sentence, basically. Yeah, it was like I I had it. There was a train going by and I was running very fast to jump on it and I barely got on there i'm hanging on to the back of the caboose oh just, just like drug along just indiana jones style just trying to grab onto the to punch out the security guard in the back yeah the back man. of grammar dude i miss a caboose you ever like notice trains don't have cabooses anymore dude i you know i i i had to pause because i'm trying to like win the last like what the what what the hell is in a caboose like that is not a part of the rest of the train Okay, I will tell you my childhood understanding of a caboose. Okay, it is was, definitely the last car of a train. That's yes, what I it know. is. It is the last car of the train, and I was always told, <clears throat> and I quote, "That's where the engineers sleep when they're not driving the train." And I guess I just, I mean, it's a lovely story, isn't it? That there's this special little sleeping car at the back of the train, and it's got a bed for the engineer, and he's got a little kettle that he makes tea with, you know, okay, yep, that, that peanut that butter like crackers an- in there, like whatever he's doing, whatever, whatever four-year-old thinks happens when an adult man stops driving a train and goes into his caboose. Like, that's <laughs> a, it's a great idea. I don't actually know that's real. Like, I, I, I was told that, and I really hope that's the case. Um, is, it, is this the actual trolley problem? What the hell is happening on the caboose? Well, the caboose yes, that's problem. right. You can like, choose a lever, and then one lever, the caboose is like some sort of specialized safety equipment with extra good brakes in case the train <laughs> needs to stop very fast. And then the other side, which is my other theory of what a caboose might be, mostly because of uh, the little caboose storybook that I read to my child sometimes. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, the other one is that it is the place where engineers sleep when they're not driving the train. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I don't really know what the truth is. I'm going to believe it's where they live and sleep okay. when they're not driving the train. That's their home. That's the engineer's home. It just goes with them. It's like a turtle. It's better than what my, my, my previously established theory was. When the engineers got tired, they just jump off the train, wait for another engineer to just take over for them. <laughs> like It's like temporary engineers. Like it's a temp job. 
<laughs> oh, so for a while, a very scary while, there is no one engineering the train after the engineer gets tired. I mean, it depends, on how <laughs> depends on how many engineers you have. He just I gets, mean, I'm, I'm sure I'm like tired, <laughs> and he just jumps off the train and rolls like yeah. into a sleeping bag and just goes to sleep right the fuck there. And yeah. all the passengers are looking out the side going, uh-oh. <laughs> I hope I hope there's an engineer with a fast horse up ahead that will take uh, this train. They'll pick him up on the way back. It's okay. It's all good. Will they? No. Or will fun. they? Or will they crash into the next station because there's no one driving the train because uh, he got a little sweepy? That's why you pay the insurance to get that ticket. <laughs> <laughs> to the two engineer insurance yeah gotta make sure you always like you don't you don't know you know the, your train's gotta worry about weight a little bit i mean you like you sometimes you might want to just go to one engineer to play a little dangerous yeah listen sometimes the sometimes tickets cheap has to jump the tickets cheap but there's just one engineer and it's sleepy steve and <laughs> that, that motherfucker doesn't make it past saginaw uh, no, I uh, I I rated rated him. I'll rate my sleepy conductor. And he <laughs> he he was two stars. Very sleepy, super sleepy. Like it has like a little sleep. Like um, you know how rate my professors used to have the hot icon on there. Oh yeah, it just, I like, know. Has like has like a guy in a night and like a nightcap or whatever. Just is, like like <laughs> just like sleeping sleepy. over. <laughs> Yeah. Like the like the the completely awake conductor is he's like he looks wired and he's drinking like a cup of coffee. Yeah, like he's, yeah. He's gonna get you there. And then the sleepiest engineer, he's you know he's there's a little picture of a train exploding in the background. And he's asleep in a sleeping bag. <laughs> yeah, with like yeah, a, like with like a hobo bindle ready to go get his next train. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like low does not does not get the job done. <laughs> We don't know why we keep hiring him. Say, <laughs> hey, you know what? There's a shortage of engineers out there. Now that we don't have cabooses anymore. Yeah, we don't know where they where if okay, with your story, Aaron, if they if they sleep in the caboose, where do yeah. they sleep now when there's no longer cabooses to That's, worry about? I don't know. I don't know. I guess they I, I mean, there's a part of me that thinks like it's very inconvenient if like let's say yes, that is the case, that you have one engineer driving the train up at the front within the engine and you have one engineer back in the back sleeping okay and so for them to like stop the train and then like switch places that seems really inconvenient well i mean like i'm sure they don't stop the train i'm sure like the sleepy the sleeping engineer just walks all the way up to the front and uh yeah but like a lot of trains you can't do that man you can't like like, how are you gonna like walk over like a big thing of logs, or so? Like, uh, you're not gonna do that. Oh, that, like, that's true. That's true, actually, in that part. Um, unless you're like a stuntman. But yeah, uh, I don't. I I I really feel like most of our ideas of trains, like our modern idea of like an old timey train that might have a caboose, comes entirely from adventure movies who love the mm-hmm. love to use them as set pieces. And I feel like I've seen people more on top of trains than I have inside of trains in my life. Because <laughs> that's I true. I haven't ridden that many trains. Uh, no, we're you know, we're like a the pre-trainless region here. I've yeah, been on you know, I've been on. Yeah, subways, like the, but that's are barely trains, so be barely a train. Yeah, they like, go underground. They got they, they smell of pee. It's he's like the third cousin at the train family reunion that nobody talks to, and also yeah. nobody eats his bean salad because yeah. you just don't know what's in there. Has a rat um, poking out. Yeah, I mean, so I just don't. 
I just don't have a good indication of what daily life was on a train that isn't informed by you, you know, like cool punching scenes on the top on the top of a train. Like that just yeah, seems I'm, I'm in tr- many ways the most natural place for a person to be is in on a fist fight on top of the train. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of every scenario that involves a train right now. The only thing I can think of is under Under Siege Two, starring Steven Seagal, where he punched a bunch of people on a train. Was he was inside basically- the train or was he on the roof of the train? I think he went like it's been a long time since I saw it, but I'm pretty sure he was inside and outside the train. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like that that dude did. No one outside. stays in a train. Uh, so I just think like my guess is if it's your day to day job to you know drive this train like some like between Oklahoma and Nevada or you know something like that that's yeah just a long stretch of it you're probably stopping that train and and changing places I don't think you're crawling over the top um, you want to get home you don't want to fall off oh dear Mrs Engineer there was a tragic accident you, <laughs> your husband was crashed was crushed underneath the train as he attempted to scramble over the coal car to get back <laughs> and go to sleep like that's not that's not what you what yeah, you want you're, to send home I'm, I'm terribly sorry but your husband has uh has tragically passed away after uh having to go against a fist fight against a terrorist across the logs <laughs> yeah I'm really sorry to hear that so I guess back to your question, where do they sleep now? I think they either probably don't sleep while they're, the train is moving, uh, or they just put the sleeping car behind the like working compartment in the engine, which that seems might, like a that much would more make a natural lot more sense. place for it to be. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. Uh, uh I'm not going to look that up, though. I'm not going to find out. Yeah, let's so. just leave. The, I want to leave the magic alive. I want to leave the magic alive that a caboose is where the yeah. your sleep. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, man, related nothing to that. We we do have a video to watch um, on this episode. And as the host, I have picked it out. Uh, as the co-host, John does not know what this video is going to be. Who knows? Uh, and it. And it is actually, John, it is actually a suggestion from one of our fine listeners, what? A, uh, no way. A, a Paul Siebert. He has oh, sent this, okay. He, he has sent this uh, video, and I think it's, I think it's a great video, um, and I appreciate okay. it, Paul. So um, we are going to watch this video. Uh, I'm going to start it, and we're going to watch it on loop until one of us taps in three, two, one. Okay, watching now. Oh, it looks like a zoo of some sort. Yep. There's a UFO at the zoo, as you do. A UFO Uh, shoots a chimpanzee. I think that's a chimpanzee in the zoo. Aaron, does that does that monkey have a grill? Like like grill teeth? No, I think he just has some of those like growth, gross monkey teeth. Like I don't, okay. I don't think he has. A, I think this was maybe made before the rise of the grill. Uh, this is a this is a show from the eighties called Going Bananas, ah. which I have no recollection of whatsoever. Uh, and I don't know if it's because it didn't potentially air here because the little voiceover at the beginning and end. I'm pretty sure is in Spanish. And I don't know if that means that this is just like the Spanish dub of this video or it was mostly like airing in Spanish speaking countries. Okay. I, I okay, I got some questions from the very beginning of this video. First yeah, of no, all, there's a lot. I don't know anything about this. I don't have answers. We're gonna have to okay. like just infer I, 
everything. I, I'm going to start with the simplest thing I can think about here. And I, like, yes. I'm not going to. I'm gonna ignore the fact that a UFO has given a monkey boxer boxers. Is it a monkey, a orangutan? What, what what type of uh, monkey are we? Looking I at think it's a chimpanzee. Although an orangutan okay. is a good pull because he is very hairy looking. I mean, it looks like a Dustin du- like Dunstan checks in type of monkey. Dunstan checks in is a good pull. Yeah, and yeah. what is what is Dunstan checks in? Uh, that is the that's I don't know no, what is what is what is the ape in Dunstan checks in? Oh, I, I don't know. I was hoping you do. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, I, clearly I my opinion I, is correct because of Dunstan checks in. Well, tell me about Dunstan checks in. It looks in. like it looks like no the monkey idea. from Dun- Dunstan checks in. That's what I'm that's what I'm going to go with here. <laughs> For, that's uh, um, I, I, I don't uh, I, but again, the, the UFO gives the monkey boxers, but I want to go talk, concentrate on the zookeeper who seems sure. to be cleaning a wall with a hose like at yeah. the very beginning just like well, i mean just you a, know a, a what wall. monkeys do you know how monkeys do especially brick walls near monkeys uh, like all, all in all it's just another brick in the wall for a monkey is that what is no that what we're i doing? mean <laughs> i'm implying that a monkey is known to occasionally cover a wall in its excrement as it throws its oh. excrement around for fun okay again right. never seen that happen Actually, yeah. relying on someone else's uh, description of what have you? What have poo. you seen a monkey do at a zoo, Aaron? Most of the time, they just kind of lie around. It's really yeah. usually like a sad situation. Like I'd really like to see some monkeys, you know, really getting into some monkey business. But yeah, I guess once around, again, yeah. like television has lied to us because monkeys, the monkey exhibit is usually, and when I say monkey, I of course mean great ape exhibit, is usually right. the most boring and depressing of all of the exhibits at the zoo. Yeah, I could I could see that. Usually, but the last time I went to a zoo, I remember that uh, um, it was it was August and a very hot time of the year. Like it was very hot summer. And no, none of the animals were having it. Everyone was just inside, like in the shade or just kind of <laughs> cooling around. It was like none like and I was at I was at prime. I want to see animals do cool shit face like I'm right. fifth grade here. I want to see. Wait, you have not been to a zoo since fifth grade. I'm sure. OK, that's the one I remember. Man, I, that I, was definitely like in the era where they would like cut elephant steaks off of elephants and serve them to you. So you can get a taste of the wild. Oh, no, I, no, no. I'm just saying that like how we have treat how we treat animals has maybe improved a little bit. Since yeah. Fifth yeah. Grade. Uh, yeah. No, Although, definitely. How fucked up would that be that you show up to the little grill at the zoo and like which animal would you like to eat? Like, well, <laughs> Bobo could have been more entertaining so i would uh, like to have some orangutan nuggets tonight we, please. hey we got we got a special going on and I, i'm going to tell you that like we got some red panda here it's pretty tasty <laughs> adorable that, but tasty. that is a very fine knoxville zoo poll john <laughs> knoxville zoo loves the red pandas yeah also folks uh, if you've never been a red panda is just like a fucked up raccoon it is yeah, not yeah. a panda bear they're adorable. They are uh, incredible. Like they're they're basically like the, the the photogenic cousin of the raccoon. Yeah, no, they are. They are. They're a great like they're a great animal. I'm pretty sure the uh, there's an anime about them. Uh, is Negretzko uh, the main character? Um, Negretzko, a red panda. That would make sense. I think. I think so. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Oh, I think you're right. I think I'm right. I think you're right in agreeing with me. Yeah. Um, but We're yeah. Right. So so. 
red pandas don't get that excited okay if you haven't seen one it's okay you're deal you're fine you're not you're, you're not really missing a lot um anyway so go bananas i do think in the show it is suggested that after our monkey escapes from the zookeeper at the beginning I believe he's given some amount of superpowers by a conveniently passing UFO. That's how I'm reading it. I don't that, think yeah. that the, the UFO just comes by to give our monkey some some boxer shorts. I don't think that's what happens. I, I mean, that's a, that's a superpowers, superpowers and boxer shorts. Superpower is getting clothed, I feel like. That's, that's what humans have figured out. So. Right. <laughs> that uh. is... That is sort of like the foundational story of one of the world's major religions, which is that like when people figured out that their dicks were out, that's when things got (laughs) real wild. Yeah, it's like, you know, and Jesus said, X, Y, Z, examine your zipper, yo. (laughs) Just, (laughs) just, uh. Um, I, you know what? I decided I, I, I don't normally do this. I decided I'm going to look up the show, and uh, I don't know what type of monkey that is. Like it does not say in it, but I know it's a Philippine sketch comedy show. That's all I know. About okay, it. so it is from the Philip. It's from the Philippines. That's what it says on no, Wikipedia. No, you found the wrong. You found the wrong going bananas. Uh, I, that's also possible. It says genre <laughs> sketch comedy variety show. I can't tell if this is what I that is. Think, from this. No, this that is not. Right. A, this is not a know. monkey based sketch comedy. The show. monkey this is in a lot of different outfits, man. Like I, I'm going to say that monkey is going places. He's going bananas. I, He's in a lot of different outfits. He got zapped by a ufo he's gonna cause some saney sketch comedy he's ready to go all your favorite sketch comedy bits from going bananas i mean john okay now that i'm thinking about it the idea of a sketch comedy show that just has so happened to feature a monkey in every fucking skit (laughs) like playing different characters is a tremendous idea it is a tremendous idea i still don't think that's what this is I'm pretty sure this is okay. a sitcom. Right. I you you were right. I found I found another one. I am disappointed. This is Hanna Barbera <laughs> produced. Yes, man. that is what I was about to say. That that uh, Paul uh, Siebert, our our kind listener who sent this to us, um, is uh, said that this was produced by Hanna Barbera. Okay, um, which right. is not made known in the in the credits. Uh, yeah. at all. They were like I, the, maybe they. Uh, you know, like, you know, Hanna-Barbera going mad with power, especially, like, when they're trying to, like, like you know, it's like, okay, we, we do all those little cartoon things. Can we do live action? Can we do all that? And they did this, like, oh, no, what have we done? <laughs> oh, no, there's a UFO. <laughs> it does feel very much like it was, you know, sort of, like, written by an executive in the 70s, right? It's like, listen, yeah. there's a monkey, he gets shot with a UFO, and then he gets powers. And he takes over a golf cart and he makes the zookeeper chase him. And it's uh, hilarious. I feel, like, I feel like the zookeeper doesn't come back into the show. I feel like he's in there for the for the, the opening only. Oh, right, so cause, he... Because the monkey escapes successfully. And then he goes and hangs out with these other people. You don't think he's uh, like the zookeeper's like a, maybe a villain trying to recapture? Like, that's a very Hanna-Barbera thing to do. Would I be to go I, cap, try I'm to capture the monkey. I'm 100% sure that there is a character in this show that hunts the monkey, and the mm-hmm. monkey always gets away through some kind of, you know, fortuitous 
circumstances or maybe he outwits them by putting on a costume and then later when the guy realizes he let the monkey get away goes that was him wasn't it yeah. oh and also like, this I, is a this is an orangutan so okay well good call yeah, like good. i call on the orangutan yeah like like dunston checks in even though i didn't know it at the time so, wait did you check did you check to make sure it was an orangutan like a dunston checks i did in? not i'm not looking that far i'm i've i've only looked it up like looking at this has like i've never seen this before but it's like what is it was driving me mad what is going on in this thing because <laughs> it gets, feels escapes. like an out it almost feels like an alf situation you know where yeah. there's like like it's an elf, but it's with a with an orangutan instead. Like he, I bet he lives with a family, and the family has to sort of like keep him under wraps. Oh yeah, or yeah, yeah. Like I'm getting that vibe. There there seems to be like a cute kid that waves at some point that I'm guessing you know is part of the family that really likes the monkey. Yeah, has to protect and, the the monk uh, the the, uh, the orangutan and all the that. Orang- so. ape ape. I keep need it. Yeah. Is are we at the point where we just need every apes and monkeys are the same thing? Like, like taxonomy be damned. Like they're just the same thing. <laughs> in the, in the case of what we're talking about. Yeah. Same thing. Um, if like, I'm sure there's some, uh, there are some, uh, like, like, uh, there's someone out there, like a zoologist out there who is just yelling at the, at the radio in their car right now at us. It's, <laughs> it's I mean, it's possible. Yes. But I also think that like, it's kind of like how sometimes a tomato is a fruit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's fine. Like, yeah, sure, it's a fine. It's it's a fruit. It's a vegetable. It just kind of depends on how it is presented. And I think like apes, if they're presented in a sitcom, they're a monkey. It's yeah. just more. It's way more fun to say monkey. The kid like, is going to say, "Look, look, there's a monkey." Regardless look, a of monkey. The, regardless of what it is. So, I have I have had this conversation actually many times in my household recently. Um, reading Curious George books because oh, Curious no. George books consistently refer to george as a monkey like no equivocating curious george is a monkey if you look at curious george curious george is clearly an ape like that dude is a chimpanzee or or uh might even be an array i think he's a chimp i think he's He's curious or a bonobo uh yeah yeah he's very curious um but the book refers to him over and over and over many of the books curious george is a good little monkey who's always very curious um so, like, when you ask, like, what is George? Well, the book says he's a monkey. The book, like, say what you will. The book does not hesitate to call that dude a monkey. And, like, a, but he's not, like, he would, does not look like a monkey at all. I mean, yeah. apart from the fact that monkeys and apes look exactly the same. And there's, it's, you know, as someone who has only ever seen a train in reference to, like, having a fist fight on top of a train. Yeah. <laughs> same thing. Yeah, same fucking thing. Um, I and I, I'll, I'll be honest. I've not seen a monkey or any like any sort of monkey do a fist fight on top of a train in any movie, actually. Right, like the, dress up in funny outfits. Yes, uh, all the time. In fact, ninety nine percent of the time with Clint Eastwood as the side actor <laughs> on that. Now that I think about it, there's a lot of Clint Eastwood orangutan slash movies. monkey. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Move. Yeah, I, I get you. Yeah, I feel um, like every uh, everything that's not a western or like his directorial debut, like directorial. Like, I don't think he's directed a monkey movie, but I think Clint Eastwood thought about it pretty hard. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I would have to check that IMDb page. Yeah. Um. Okay, I got a question. Okay, speaking of like animals that are sort of closely classified to other animals. Okay, so. Is it weird for like a pet bird to eat cooked chicken? Oh, um, 
is that weird? Is that like a weird thing? Because I don't think it is. But I think other people think that is an extremely, like, messed up thing for a pet bird to eat, like, a chicken as a food. It feels a little weird. I'm not going to lie. I don't know. I don't know bird related things. So, like, uh, uh, to what, me, what do I know, Aaron? <laughs> I don't do know. I know. No, like, this show, if nothing else, show has proven many times over that you and I have a, a thin skein of knowledge. And then the underneath that is just a bunch of assumptions that we just hope no one ever asks us to yeah. sort of like rest any sort of like weight on. Let um, it be known as soon as either of us try to run for a political position, it's like, it's like it's like 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 John Hurst. Can you tell me what a bird is? And I'm like, uh, 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 uh I will I will stab her. It's like, what is this? and then the next the, the headline that night will be John Hurst does not know what birds are. I mean, but you'll be truthful. You'll be truthful about not knowing what birds are. Okay, so like, I, might my, make a, I might make up a lie on the spot. I might be just that. And I was like, uh, uh, yeah, they're the things with like like thumbs and stuff, right? <laughs> And, they and fly and they on, have thumbs like, and they're terrifying. Clearly thinking about the thumbed bird from yeah. South America. <laughs> um so like and my thought is like a like let's just say you have like a I don't know, like a budgie or something. Like a okay. real like a standard pet bird. And you give it some chicken. It's not really any different than like a human eating like a hamburger. Because a bird is a bird, uh, and both of those are birds. But like birds, like humans and and cows are are both mammals. So like that's not weird. I mean, it like yes, there's gonna be some people. It's a little, it's a little, a little weird. weird, but we do it, and we don't think about yeah. it. Um, obviously, like there's going to be people that it's kind of like, like yes, that's like- not right, and like yeah, I like I'm not downing like that opinion at all. That's a perfectly valid well, it's, opinion. It's, 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 it's but, like how like pigs are like you can you can use it to like for uh, use pigs for the majority of like say things like like there like a lot there's a large part that is like identifiable with human stuff that like used for testing purposes yeah. and other things. It's kind of like that maybe if at yeah, the but best. W- so, but like we but we, we eat pigs, pigs all the time. They're delicious. They like are it. so good. Yeah. So, like, I just don't, like, compared to, like, a human eating a cow or a pig or something like that, I don't think that, like, a budgie eating a chicken is a particularly egregious sort of, like, you know, Wendigo, <laughs> like, cannibal <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, situation. Oh yeah, you're not going to turn into an ad- abominable snow beast. So. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think that, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, okay. So, yeah, I don't, so I guess, what are we saying? Like, I, okay, could this, could could b- the bananas roxana banana which is the name of this this ape here could it eat a monkey and that would be okay i i think that it would turn into a wendigo at that point I, <laughs> that's a wendigo that is a wendigo situation that is a hilarious wendigo sitcom situation <laughs> okay like, maybe it's that's like, what happened maybe that's where he got all these wendigo powers to escape from the zoo like he like a uh, ufo comes by he like he escapes from the zoo he eats another monkey as he do and uh and he gets windowgo powers that cause him to throw footballs into people in tents and make them fall over. Actually, what if we're reading that beam of energy that comes out of the UFO completely wrong? What if Roxana Badana had already eaten the monkey at this point and had become a windigo, escapes, a UFO comes by, attempts to shoot 
Roxana Banana. Roxana Banana's like Windigo powers blocks the oh. pa- blocks that ray, celebrates that it has defeated the UFO, and then continues its reign of terror. Maybe you might be onto something. You uh like I like first of all, poor aliens, like they come all the way to Earth and they try like okay. Just to right or wrong. Like, yeah. yo, we heard there was an ape that ate a monkey. We're gonna yeah. fly 14 light years and go fix look, that. Look, we're the window go patrol. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we go around when we hear about Wendigos, like the our, our alert goes off, and we stop the problem. You know why you haven't heard to have a Wendigo problem with humans? You can thank us. Yeah, every time there's been Wendigos, you, Area Fifty One that used to be Wendigo Central. Yeah, yeah, no one talks about it you're, because it was just all Wendigos all the yeah, time. Yeah, you're welcome. We we crashed one ship, and now it's all aliens. But that shit used to be all Wendigos. Yeah. Yeah, you can. Uh, we we didn't even ask for payment this time. What is that movie that where you ate a person became a Wendigo? Oh, um, I don't know. They're, the game Until Dawn is all about that. Um, actually, it, like a, oh, it's a is horror, it? Wasn't there like, a movie that was like strange craving um, or something? Urge? I don't. I don't know. I, I want to say ravenous, but that is not correct. Are you sure it's not ravenous? <laughs> I'm pretty sure because I I don't think they were Wendigos. I oh think they God, were just we like. We don't even know like horror movies, John. What the fuck are we? <laughs> I don't watch a lot of carnivorous horror horror movies where people are like cannibalistic and stuff. Like it, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> if it doesn't not, have a uh, if it doesn't have a think, fight on top of a caboose, I'm not watching it. Yeah, I mean, like maybe if cannibals had a, more fights on cabooses, I would watch that movie. But uh, <laughs> hey, I would. But watch they that haven't movie yet. Too. So uh, <laughs> that we know of. A cannibal could have fought another cannibal on top of a train, killed him, ate him, was immediately shot by a UFO. The mm-hmm. UFO flew off. No one's the wiser to any of this except everyone on the train being like, wait right. a minute. We paid for two engineers. Yeah, but they were Wendigos. <laughs> you you paid for two engineer insurance. You didn't pay for Wendigo insurance. <laughs> yeah, read the five prints, suckers. Yeah, that's how it. we get I'm you. Done. I'm done. <laughs> you done. Oh man. Okay. Uh, the, the, bananas, I, huh? We were kind of getting somewhere, man. I thought like like you know the Windigo AT field activated against the. Like I think you're right. I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I monkey, do think that monkey ate a monkey at the def- zoo. I do think he deflected uh, a a laser beam from that UFO. I do not think the laser beam gave him extra monkey powers. Yeah. Yeah. No. He just he's just going bananas on his own accord at that point. Like he chose, he chose his own destiny. Yeah, he. This monkey has been going bananas. That's a very small like part of the title that you can't see on <laughs> yeah, the, just... on this like Spanish language version that we watch. And I look, that's the only one available on YouTube. Oh wow, that's uh, well. That was uh, that was that was that was that was um, that was Hanna Barbera, wasn't it? Yep, Hanna Barbera going bananas. I don't yeah, think I, they've done much since then, right? Like, are they still... I guess they maybe licensed some of that stuff for, like, Space Ghosts and Harvey Birdman, right? Yeah, I mean, like, you hear about, like, direct-to-video stuff all the time. Like, you know, Scooby-Doo with John Cena and stuff like that. Like, they probably Wait, licensed is, is that. Is Scooby-Doo Hanna-Barbera? I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Flintstones, Jetsons. Uh, I mean, they got plenty of properties that make them tons of money. They don't need to do much. Like, they just license it out or make their own properties where, like, usually it gets with wrestlers now that I think about it. Because Flintstones had a WWE crossover spinoff where the big show was, a, like, fighting the Flintstones or something. 
Man, oh man, is it possible that when Going Bananas was a going concern that there was a crossover where a wrestler fought Roxana Banana in the ring? Yeah, you know what? Uh, Vince would love it. Vince would love it. Like, like he, he, you know, you know, I'm pretty sure at least at least a once a week basis currently at WWE headquarters <laughs> when they when they have a meeting and Vince McMahon's involved. I'm sure he's like, can we can, can we can we get a monkey? Can we get just get 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 a monkey in there? Just get get monkey. one one monkey. Monkeys can't get COVID. Get him in there. He won't even have to wear a mask. Yeah, like I don't know that monkeys can't get COVID. Don't take that for. Don't go hang out with a bunch of unmasked monkeys. That's <laughs> what I'm, I'm saying. Tra- I, I was thinking know. about like luchador monkeys, actually. Like like uh, the unmask, like a mat, like a like the loser has to unmask, <laughs> and it's a monkey underneath. <laughs> and everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's a monkey!" It's like, no, it was clearly a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone knew that dude was a monkey. He just had on a mask and like yeah. trunks. He, you could tell. <laughs> Like it's like it's like no 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 that's like clearly playing you know that that is current that's the current level of WWE storytelling. I was thinking the other day like man it would be nice if like WWE was good again like that I I think I could use like just some some just seeing some wild shit on TV yeah. and wrestling just some pointless completely yeah. pointless wild shit. AEW just, seems good like um I have not watched it? a whole lot of it but um like the things I've seen of it like. The live events I've been to were pretty fun. So yeah, I mean, I'm not I mean, give watch that a- wrestling. Don't yeah, uh, I can't. Um, I can't watch it by myself. It's completely impossible. And I can't have people over to watch it either. So yeah, yeah. No, I I feel I feel you. Oh man, a good episode. Just brought it down with a downer. Yeah. Well, you know what? If WWE had a fight on a caboose, I sure. think I'd wa- tune in a little bit more. Right? Yeah. Let's have it Think on a train. It. As long as it's outside, you know, the yeah. wind's blowing by, blowing you do all one those, those you do COVID one of those, germs away. Yeah, you do one of those cinematic fights like The Undertaker and AJ Styles or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah or I mean, live, yeah. dude. Just get it live. Yeah. I mean, if you pay Dwayne The Rock Johnson enough money, I'm pretty sure he'll do whatever you say. All right, folks. Thanks thanks so much for, for tuning in. Uh, if you have any questions, you can send them to us at uh, questions at videodeathloop.com. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter or Facebook and, um, I don't know what else can they do, John? Anything else we want to tell them to do? You know, anything's possible. Um, they can, they could review us on whatever platform they review things on. I, we don't even know what that is anymore. Yeah. Um, Like sleepyengineers.com, radarpodcasters.com. You know what? If you if you somehow figure out a way to trick rate my professors to make a video death loop university and only two professors, John Hurst and Aaron Littleton, I think we're uh you know, well job well done, first of all. And also I'm rating myself hot. So one hundred percent. One hundred percent red pepper. There you go. All right, folks. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. My name is Jonathan Dunn, and I'm inviting you to listen to Our Three Cents, a weekly podcast where myself and two of my very best gaming chums are counting down our top 100 favourite video games of all time. For all the episodes and information, check out our website, www.our3cents.co.uk. 
With a purposeful grimace and a terrible smile, join Nikki and Wyatt as we stomp our way through the history of Toho's Daikaiju films in Discuss All Monsters. Are you telling me we're going to discuss all monsters? We won't stop until there isn't a monster left to discuss. Smash that play button like Godzilla and King Kong smash an 18th century Japanese pagoda. Only on the Greenlit Podcast Network.